0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to study the Prophet, the Navi Zechariah, Chapter 7. We have just completed, at the end of Chapter 6, a series of Zechariah's visions. We now turn to a different portion of Zechariah, a little bit of narrative, and a little bit of us learning the role of the prophet as the interpreter of the will of God, the prophet to whom people turn to when they want to know what God's uh, desires are in a certain situation, what God wants from the people. And then we see how the prophet turns to God and gives them an answer, not necessarily the answer that they wanted to hear. One of the things that we're going to see in this chapter is how sometimes... God may answer a question. People may ask a question, God may give an answer, however, through, the, through his prophet. Sometimes though, God questions the premise of the question in the first place. And this is a classic area, this is a classic place where God asks, answers a question with a question, saying that the very fact that you even asked that question demonstrates a fundamental misunderstanding of the point a fundamental misunderstanding of what it is that i want from you so pay attention closely (coughs) as we see that type of pattern in this chapter seven (coughs) fayehi and it was this is verse one bishnat arba in the fourth year of the reign of darius the king so this would be approximately two years after the second temple was consecrated and built The word of God was upon the prophet Zekhariah. And when did he hear this word of God? It was on the fourth day of the month Hachi, of the ninth month, which is the month of Kislev. Almost exactly two years prior, on the 25th day of the month of Kislev, the second temple was established. So this is almost exactly two years later. Vayishlach Beit El. Sar etzer and the um, uh, a person by the name of Beit El Sar etzer the Regem Melech, and Regem Melech Vaanoshav and his people sent messengers. Now, this Beit El Sar Ezer and Regem Melech seem to be. Um, most of the commentaries seem to understand that these are leaders of the Jewish people that either were in Babylon and sent messengers to um, Israel to ask Zechariah the question which we're about to read, or they may have come from Babylon, as Sar Etzer and Regem are Babylonian style names. They could have um, come along or, or now coming from the exile into Israel themselves. But either way, they sent messengers at Adonai to, to um, ask for the, the word of God they wanted to send messengers to find out what God had to answer the following question Lamar they came to ask the priests that were then serving in the house of the Lord God the Lord of hosts and also to ask the Prophets, Lamar as follows, the following question, (laughs) Shall I still cry in the fifth month? That is the fast of Tisha B'Av, the fast of the ninth day of Av, which is in the fifth month of the year. That fast was established upon the destruction of the first temple. And throughout the exile in Babylon, the Jews... Kept that as a day of mourning, a day of fasting. Indeed, it is a day kept until this day. And they wanted to know, now that the temple is rebuilt, shall they still continue this fast that occurs in the fifth month? that this fast that I have been doing all of these years, these past 70 years or so <coughs> during the exile, shall I continue this fast? This... um. Question is loaded with a lot of things in other words the purpose of the fast was ostensibly based on the premise of this question is i'm sorry the premise of the question is that the purpose of the fast was to commemorate the destruction of the temple and therefore now that the temple is rebuilt (coughs) should i continue to fast in other words is there still a purpose to this fast And um, is this the redemption that we have been waiting for, so now we no longer need to mourn? (coughs) It seems like a relatively reasonable question, but God did not think so. God did not think this was a reasonable question at all. He did not like the premise of this question at all. Because to God, what matters is not the fast, but it is, why did the first temple get destroyed? And have you done anything? Have you changed as a people in response to what happened in the first temple so that now the second temple will represent (coughs) a true redemption? A redemption meaning the kind of world that I am looking for. Now I'm going to elaborate on this much more. Not me, of course, but the prophet Zechariah repeating to us the word of God himself will explain this to us. But before we do that, (coughs) I would like to point to something which Zechariah is Almost certainly referencing, as we have seen several times in our um, review of the Navi Zachariah so far in the first six chapters and now in the seventh chapter, Zachariah was very aware, and so were the people, of the prophecies of the earlier prophets. Very notably, the prophet Isaiah. Let us look at the prophet Isaiah chapter 58, <coughs> where Isaiah teaches us a little bit or a lot of bit about what the purpose of a fast truly is <coughs> this is appropriately very appropriately read in the synagogue on Yom Kippur this is Isaiah 58 verse 3 and i'm going to read you several verses of Isaiah because once we read this we will really understand clearly what it is that god answers the people through his prophet zechariah here in our chapter 7 so verse 3 in Isaiah 58 <speaking> in <Hebrew> The people turn to God and they they say, Why is it that we fasted on Yom Kippur? We fasted, but you did not see our fast. We made ourselves suffer, but you did not respond. You didn't know. Says God to answer the people. The people are complaining, We fasted, we made ourselves suffer. You should have listened. And then God answers, says, No. Because on the day of your fast, you were involved in all kinds of your own matters. And when you did that, you decided to go and oppress other people. God was answering the people and saying, you're telling me that I should listen to you because you fasted today, because you prayed today? No, you are still involved in your own oppressions, in your own the way you treated other people. You didn't improve yourselves. <coughs> when you fast, you're still arguing with your friends. You're still striking each other, either physically or, or emotionally striking each other. <coughs> Don't bother fasting <coughs> uh, uh, like you fast today. <coughs> to go and cry out with loud voices and cry out in prayer to God. Says God, is this the type of fast that I am interested in? A day where a person makes himself suffer. I want him to bow his head like he's a, a bush being blown over by the wind and he should wear sackcloth and roll in ashes. Is this? Why are you making a fast? Is this what God desires? <coughs> God says, I'm not interested in your sackcloth. I'm not interested in your crying out to the heavens in prayer. I'm not interested in your fasting and making yourself suffer. No, what do I want? This is the kind of fast that I want. I want you to unlock those... those... Um, the the uh, fetters is uh, i was translated the, the 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 bonds the the uh, that hold down other people in wicked ways Hater agudos mota i want you to untie those those binds those yokes with which you oppress other people i want you to let the people that are downtrodden free I want you to break off the yokes of the poor I want you to give to the hungry your bread I want you to bring the poor people into your home and feed them when you see someone who's naked who has no clothes, give him clothing <coughs> don't turn away from your brother and brethren as you watch them suffer and God goes on to tell us this and then he says in verse 9, tikra that's when you call out to me va that's when God will answer when you call out to me in fasting that's not going to do anything but when you call out to me after you clothe the naked and you feed the poor and you and you end the oppression with which you treat each other that is when I will when you offer your your compassion to those that are hungry, and the souls that are suffering, you satisfy them, and so on. That is when God will answer your prayer. Now I want you to turn back to our chapter, Zechariah 7, and we will understand exactly what it is that Zechariah is talking about. He's talking about what Isaiah told us, what we just read in Isaiah 58, by hidvar Adonai Ose lai the word of God in answer and response to that question of whether or not we should still fast <coughs> was as follows: And more el kol I want you to say to all of the people of the land v'el and to the priests lemar as follows: Kitzam tem visafod, when you fast and when you say all of those eulogies and all of those sad prayers that you say b'hamishiuv ashi in the fifth month and the seventh month. The seventh month is referring to the fast of Tzom Gedalia which is also declared upon the death of Gedaliah, also commemorating the destruction <coughs> and the loss of the final Jewish settlement in the first temple period. V'zeh shana now for 70 years, Hatsom tzamtuni oni? Hatsom tzamtuni? Were you fasting for me? Oni? For me? God says. Was this fast the kind of fast that I asked you for? Remember what the words Isaiah said. He said right away, (coughs) in verse 3, He says, You did it for you. You didn't fast for me. God told us, is this the fast that I wanted? No. And when you eat and when you drink, I'm back in Zechariah, verse 6 now. (coughs) When you eat and you drink, what did God tell us in Isaiah? The kind of eating and drinking that he wanted. The kind where you feed the poor, where you feed the hungry, where you give drink to the thirsty. When you eat and when you drink, God says, It is you that is eating. It is just you that is drinking. You're not giving to the poor. God says, God says, Those things, those messages which God said in the hands of those earlier Nevi'im, those earlier prophets, the prophet Isaiah, he told you very clearly the kind of fasts that God was interested in. And when did Isaiah, when did Isaiah say those messages? That was when Jerusalem was standing strong and at peace. The cities surrounding Jerusalem were built. The And there were settlements among all the surrounding areas in the Shephelah region and in the Negev region. eight, <coughs> And God continued to speak to Zechariah and continued the message as follows. What is it that God told Isaiah? What is it that he wanted? He wasn't interested in the fast. The fast is not for me, God said. That's not what I want. This is what God says: Mishpat MS I want you to judge judgments according to the truth. said with kindness, and mercy. Each person should treat one to the other. and the widow, and the orphan, and the convert, and the foreigner. and the poor person. Al tashoku. Do not oppress them because they are the lower levels of society because they have no one else to help them. Don't step on them just because they're down and the evil that one thinks people think about each other don't think in your hearts how I can take advantage of the other guy. That's the kind of that's what I want. That's the lesson. you want to know when there will be true redemption in the second temple. It's nothing to do with the fact that the temple is standing. even when the temple was standing, I taught the same message. That fast meant nothing. It meant nothing if the people weren't good. And now that the temple is standing again, the temple means nothing if you don't get this message. Why was it that I destroyed the temple? God says, verse 11 here. And then they, even though I told this to them while the temple was standing, they refused to listen. And they turned their shoulders away from me. They turned away from me. They didn't listen. And they made their ears heavy as if they didn't hear the message I was teaching. They made their hearts like a stone. Rather than hear as the Torah, the words that the Torah was teaching. And the... Ideas and the concepts that God sent with His Holy Spirit. God told <coughs> the Nevi'im, He told Amos, He told Micha. He told Yishayahu these messages, These ear- those earlier prophets from the first temple period. He told us to them, and therefore, because the people refused to listen, there was a huge anger on, from the God Himself. And that is why when He called out, when Velo Shame, when they did not listen, Kenya Kru Voloeshma. Because he I'm sorry, Vahashar Kara, because God called out to the people and told them this message and they did not listen. Kenya Kru, that is why they when they called out Valoesh I says Omar Adonai Spos, I God says, I did not listen. That's why I scatter them and spread them out among all of these nations that they didn't even know these nations existed. And the land itself remained desolate after they left it behind. There was no longer even people passing through. And they made a beautiful, uh, wonderful land. They made it a land of destruction and desolation. This is the message that got it telling the people he didn't bother answering the question because the people clearly by the basis of their question didn't understand the point the destruction of the first temple was because the people didn't listen to this message and the only way there will be real redemption is when they listen to this message that's what the focus should be on not whether or not we're supposed to fast the question demonstrated that the people didn't understand the basic premise and the basic idea. Thank you so much for paying attention and studying Zechariah chapter 7 together. Looking forward to studying chapter 8 and of course the rest of this wonderful book of Zechariah together.